to The Wise. We are an explicit podcast tackling content with adult themes as well as entering spoiler territory if you aren't caught up with us. We are back on our Red Rising shit. So we'll finish everything that's out so far. We're, we're talking about Lightbringer specifically. If you haven't finished Lightbringer, catch the fuck up. and whiskey a podcast for veteran and novice readers like we tackle fiction novels and love to talk about what we're drinking you should think of us as your intoxicating weekly book club and today we have a very very special guest our very good buddy logan sandoval aka zeph hawaiian zeph barbecue uh, what's up you guys i'm how are you how are you here if you're always making and posting wonderful, beautiful, delicious-looking barbecue content? I am not here. Food. I'm a figment of your imagination and crosses <laughs> as well. I don't I exist. thought so, actually. Yeah. I don't pretty, exist. Pretty confident I don't believe in time. I am here because I am very tired, and you guys were patient enough to wait for me <laughs> until fucking almost midnight. But yeah, dude, I'm here to talk about Red Rising. I'm super excited. Lightbringer has been out for six months now, six months and some change. And Something like that, yeah. We waited Close. a long time for this bad boy, so I'm excited to be back in the realm of Red Rising. It was too silent for too long. True. Also, True. Uh, yeah. new dad again. New dad for three times, three for three, hat trick, called the hat trick. There you go. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. So now we have our oldest, Nalani, who's seven. She'll be eight in June. Kainoa, he is almost two. He'll be two in April. And then now we have LJ, which is Logan Jr. And he is six weeks. Yeah, dude, I, I fucking threw that one Hail Mary last <laughs> night. We had no name for the baby <laughs> when, it came, when it came. I was just like, yo. And dude, I fought her tooth and nail for like, Six, almost like six months, honestly, but like six weeks hard. I was like, I couldn't name Kaino Logan, and this is like my only chance to name a baby after myself. And I there got it. Go. Dude, I like LJ came, too. LJ works really well. Well, because when he came, when we brought him home, I started calling him Logan consistently, and I was like, mm-hmm. cut that shit out. We're coming up with something <laughs> else. So it's like <laughs> LJ. <laughs> She's like Logie. You don't need yeah. to hear your name anymore. Logie. You do. Yeah, Lo- uh, Logie Bear. That was always a good one. Logie Bear. Yeah, you just get you get to like pass down all the nicknames, right? Yeah, dude. And hopefully the, the perk of a junior. But what's crazy, he's like our least Asian baby. He's our whitest so far. I mean, hopefully, because this is the last one, knock on fucking wood. Um <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, this is the last one. And he like his hair's almost like red. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. it's insane. Those 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 lenient white jeans be hiding back there. <laughs> deep, deep recessed deep, re- in the deep. back of the pool. No, nah, it's been good, man. It's been tiring. Um, like all newborns, they you know sleep all day and cry all night and just fucking staying alive, man. Trying to keep up on everything, <laughs> surviving. That's that's how it goes. Literally, and it, we'd be remiss if we didn't say great work on Barbecue Showdown. Hell yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That- Obviously, you're known for our podcast, but <laughs> really, like your second run at fame was <laughs> literally. I'm known for the the <laughs> fandom, the Red Rising fandom, but no, yeah barbecue showdown was um insane and like i you guys remember i'd already filmed it i think we had we had recorded some episodes yeah you sent us you were like 
you just gotta. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I wasn't allowed to talk about it, but yeah, it is out in the ether. If you haven't watched it yet, go watch it on Netflix Barbecue Showdown season two. I do very well until I don't. So that's that's how I kind of take that one. It was a fun season. I watched. Yeah. I watched the whole thing. I binged the whole you were thing. Like, like a like helpful mentor throughout the whole thing too, which <laughs> yeah. was like the coolest part. It's like you were you're helping everyone else out and like playing you know support throughout the entire thing to everyone, which just. I think speaks to like you as a person in the way that you interact with things and people. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't say like, yo, like I probably shouldn't have helped T so much, especially like <laughs> rewatching the season, but T's my boy. Yeah. He's like, dude, we still keep in close contact. I was with him in October for an mm-hmm. event in Memphis. And then I'll be with them out in Iowa in May for an event too. So it's just like, he's still my homie. Like, you know, did it, it hurt fucking lose? I mean, spoiler, spoiler podcast across the board. I lose in the finals. I lose at the very, very end by by hair on my whole hog. And so like, yeah, I still cry myself to sleep at night sometimes. But, you know, what's $50,000, right? Yeah, right. I mean, nothing that like starting a restaurant or anything like not a big oh, deal. Bro, I'm going through that right now. Like, dude, $50,000 <laughs> shit in a restaurant. <laughs> oh, dude, right. Not fair. Totally fair. Especially LA. Oh, yeah. fucking kill me. No but joke. no, overall, everything's going good. You know, thank you for having me back. And like I said, it's been too long. And now the freaking fandoms ramping up again i'd be on them reddit boards i see you all i see you all out there you know i see you in the comments fucking hating i see you i see you (laughs) yeah i i think i think it's important you know like if if nothing else we we have like a famous slash infamous episode which is the last time that we had you on in which i don't think a lot of people know that we've talked about too much outside of like our patrons and whatnot that we we recorded for five and a half hours and talked for six and a half yeah like we went for way too. It was like three thirty or four a.m. for me the last time. Well, we were just having a blast. My wife, because my wife was out of town or something, and at the time we only had. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We only had the one kid, and I think she was pregnant. But I was just like, dude, I was out in the living room. I was drinking. I was like, I was like hanging out mm-hmm. with my bros, you know, like talking about the one thing I can't talk to anyone else about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Of course, I'm gonna be freaking, you know, and I like I've t- and you can tell the audience same thing. I tell you guys like, you're like I will keep t- like i love the sound of my own voice i love it you know so i will keep talking if i start fucking heading off in the wrong direction you gotta like i've gotten better at it because i've done a lot more media since you know the last couple of times but like i am still a chatterbox as always yeah we love it as is real real as is the nature real <laughs> yeah well all, all i was gonna what i what i was leading into with that too is like we intentionally went down the lysander path with you as a part of that episode right like that was not I was like, pitch me an idea. You're like, let's talk like pro Lysander stuff. Not that you believe pro Lysander let, things. Let it be not. Yes, let yeah. it be not. Things have yeah. changed. Yeah, things have changed. Your dad- things changed before. Yeah. Things have changed. I, I think ch- things changed yeah. in that conversation. If I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, at the at the very end, you went. By the way, I don't believe any of this, but I. I don't think some people made it to that point, even dude, <laughs> just a couple people, because they're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, that, so. that was just like, dude, now it's just like clickbait, yeah. too, because like I'd be in the comments just yeah. fucking right. Oh, entirely. Talking mad entirely. Shit. Do I believe in space racism? Absolutely not. But yo, my, <laughs> yeah. my, my boy, my boy, last said it got some points, though. And the fact that like people have turned into like memes now, you know, and like yeah. videos and stuff like Sharkbait had a funny one and just like, you know, like. People like and that's what's great. Like that is the nice thing about social media and, and you know the world that we live in now because of the fact that you know we can create these communities and we can have this fandom that's so intense and so vibrant and so inter- interconnected that like you know this wouldn't be possible like ten years ago. It, yeah, ten years ago, fifteen years ago. You know, with technology and everything yeah. else. So and it's so cool to see the fandom grow and just so many more people than even when when you guys started back like four years ago. 
you know. But yeah, go listen to that episode. Oh yeah, understand what's up. You will get where I come from a little bit. I'm not a space racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I just I wanted to lead off with that, you know, just in case people didn't make it to that point in the other episode. So I feel like it's critical that we start on that point. When constructed in this episode, though, which is our third and final wrap up for Lightbringer, I uh, I didn't realize. <laughs> That I had chosen predominantly Lysander parts when I went back to look at it. <laughs> well, well, you didn't do that on purpose? Incidentally. No, I didn't. Oh. And then I texted PJ and I went, oh, shit. We haven't really talked about this stuff with anyone else and we have we should talk about it. Bro, when, um, when you sent me the, the, the chapters and stuff, like when I yeah. like asked you to get specific, I was like, yeah. oh, I see what he's doing. I see. You had no fucking. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it, which is why like the Athena Darrow stuff is right in the middle. Right. Like, because yeah. I was like, was oh, these good. are like yeah. big things that we've missed is like, oh, we haven't talked about Phobos that much. We haven't talked about the Darrow yeah. Athena thing that much. And I forget what I pulled it. Yeah. Phobos be fucking. Uh, yeah. Did something along that the line. The book was yeah. incredible. As a whole. What do you guys think about the book? get that out of the way fucking masterpiece man yeah dude it fucking it was so good <laughs> so good i love it i would wait for yeah. someone to be like did it a little oh, go ahead go ahead i, I was waiting. no no no, no. Right, you go we'll we'll clean or, or, we're cleaning that or, up so okay. it won't be like awkward or weird or whatever I'm king uh, of awkward but we weird. did we did a yeah unavoidable <laughs> say we did a tier list of all the books that we've read on the show mm-hmm. and uh, spoiler alert it's the full hour 40 episode that we did which we did not intend to be that long is on our patreon and lightbringer was number one yeah dude. top book that we've read on the show just like it's just well done you know like pierce is one of those yeah. those authors that are just like not to like dick ride or anything but like dude he's just getting better with like the books that come mm-hmm. out like i'm so because remember when we all fuck you know got up in arms and he was like I've scrapped like 700 pages, you know, I'm restarting over. We have to wait like another year and a half. And like, we're all fucking, you know, shaking our fists to the skies. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, like in retrospect, I'm just like, like, obviously there's some stuff in there that kind of like just doesn't make sense at the time. Like this is all spoilers, right? This is like free, free talk. Yep. Okay. So Fire. just like with like, you know, uh, Mustangs, like inside guy and like all these other things, like, you know, several just like escape the twin or es- escape the clone. Like really like, cause the way it ended, it was pretty fucking pretty fucked up, you know, pretty intense, you know, so just like stuff like that, that I thought was, I could see where he was shifting, probably where those pages disappeared and reappeared, but as a whole, I mean, talk about great writing, great speech, you guys just did one on speeches, right? Or was that Howler Pod? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was just filler. Dude, I mean, yep. dude, talk about just like, hitting shit on the head, just like, man, and like such a redemption arc coming back from such a shitty, you know, book, Iron Dark Age was, not not shitty in writing, but just like, we were all depressed, I was depressed, and I like Lysander. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was depressed and I like Lysander. Two separate statements. <laughs> I was like, yeah. No, someone, um, had, someone had to bring it to Daryl eventually. Mm-hmm. Talking about we're not, we're not going down that like road. 700 pages, like scrapping an entire book worth of content and, and restarting. I wish that was possible for more, like more forms of media. Oh yeah. And, like you you see you see projects get scrapped all the time but like it's it's so much more devastating when there's more than just like one person writing the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's a lot harder to do that for a movie or for a video game or Anything. for something like that. Yeah. You you have to kind of make it work. So the the fact that he's comfortable enough doing that man, it's just going to make a better product in the end. Yeah. The briefest of tangents off that point PJ a lot of people say like reshoots are a bad thing because something didn't work and that puts like this negative stain. It's exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. is typically what reshoots are used for. It's just everyone in their cultural mindset is like, 
oh God, this movie entered into a reshoot. That's not great. And it's like, no, it's they're trying to correct something that didn't work in the end. Like that's editing. Yeah. That's what this is. It's yeah. not a problem. So yeah, I'm totally with you though. I wish more things could do that. But especially with the reshoots, I mean. But I mean, imagine if Oops. instead of reshooting, you just scrap it all and do it all from the start. Yeah, only if you're Ridley Scott. <laughs> yeah, right. But like, think about also thinking about like how much more money that is compared exactly. to exactly. Like, it's it's know, just like, yeah. not feasible. Like, let's reshoot let's, like the last quarter of Dune. You know, there goes fucking like yeah, a hundred million dollars. I don't even know the numbers on that, but I know it's fucking expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Hobbit movies. That's the entire reason is they didn't want to scrap the production. Yeah. So they just slammed Peter Jackson into the director director's chair after man. Guillermo del Toro left, which is, you know, kind of a bummer that mm-hmm. we a didn't get to see his vision because like the studio was so forcing him in a direction. Yeah. And B at the very least, Peter Jackson finished it because mm-hmm. while not nearly as good as the Lord of the Rings movie, maybe the most controversial thing that I've said on this entire podcast ever. I like the Hobbit movies. They're not killer, but they're fun. They're not, you know, masterpieces. I mean, they're not the Lord of the Rings, yeah, oh, obviously. Right. And, Absolutely. and like, how are you Absolutely. going to compete with like your expectation being so high coming out? And, let, and like, that's right. nostalgia for us. I like, I remember being in, you know, middle school and like elementary school and like going to see those movies and how big of a, and you guys remember how big, of a deal going to movies yeah. was back then. You know, I, I go and get right. Boba next to the old movie theater here in Simi where I grew up. And it's just like, I remember that place just being, you know, packed and midnight Boba. showings, you know, and it's just like, dude, like there was a, there was a feeling there was a, like, it just, we, that we could do a whole other podcast just on the nostalgia of movie going, you know, because mm-hmm. I went, I went and saw right. Iron Claw a couple weeks ago, fantastic film if you haven't seen it. And it just, it just doesn't, it should have, but it just doesn't hit like it used to being in the theaters, you know? Mm. Anyways, my first midnight showing was Return of the King. My dad brought Ooh, me to it. Yeah, I still, yeah, I still man. remember that. Man, I went opening day. I didn't go midnight, but and that's a core memory, my, dog. Like you, dude, you remember? My yeah. grandma Fuck took yeah. me. Yeah, my grandma Bev. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. And we went to Buffalo Wild Wings afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the whole story, dude. And I remember going seeing like you know the Dark Knight on City Walk and just like yeah, you know, and like dude, it was an adventure. It was a fucking experience. Like dude, you and your whole mm-hmm. crew like got up and went and fucking like dude, like. It was a wild man. That was a whole other podcast of nostalgia and, and me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A buddy and I dressed up in anonymous masks at the time, mm. like full, like, God, what was it? Which is so unfortunate given like the circumstances around the event and sort of the like, obviously dark night and whatnot. But yeah, we were not a part of that. We were just like, oh, we'll be like the Joker. Ha ha. We've got masks on. We had a V for Vendetta costume that Halloween. My generation match. calls That's it a Guy Fox match yeah. mask. All right. Well, I know, I know, but I'm giving I'm giving the people of whom don't know, bro. That we're getting yeah. old too, man. I'm about to be 34, and like mm-hmm. the shit let like Nalani saw I turned 30 in two weeks. Congratulations, welcome to hell. Yeah. Nalani saw a CD the other day and asked what it was, and I was just, like a DVD. Like I was just like, and then you go Blu-ray. It's a Blu-ray, man. <laughs> do, we're so far past Blu-rays too that like and it's true. It's true. And I don't have like a mm. core amount of Blu-rays, you know, it's like we watch everything like, man, old. I love that we had this conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm trying to like, I keep trying to pull yeah, it back yeah, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, keep- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I've also, sometimes you just tail, you fish tail in a direction. Dude, and it's so hard to pull if it back. I can uh, make it, dude, if I can a, make it to Howard Congress. We're enablers. Yeah, dude. If I, cause dude, I'll talk to you fucking for like four hours about how great it was. Like, you know, like having that feeling and showing up to midnight showing and like, dude, you would be in your letterman's jacket and like, you'd be with the fucking crew and like, it was a fucking whole thing you know and like it was an ordeal it was an ordeal and now it's like oh you know you stream it you know like i i was so pissed that they only do like one night of the reissue of dune one because it was like dude like that movie needs mm-hmm. to be seen in theaters like 
I have not watched it since I saw it the second time in theaters because I just like, I feel it's going to ruin it for me if I watch it on my little, like my 60 inch TV at home. All right, mm-hmm. I'm going to stop. Have you seen the popcorn <laughs> bucket yet? Any, any commentary on <laughs> that? Dune you, you mean my mistress? Dude, the internet fucking wow for that one, dude. I, cause when I, cause I'm a fucked up human being. Like when I looked at it, that was not the first thing I thought of. Maybe it's my old age. Maybe it's my kids. But I was like, wow, y'all down bad. You down bad. If <laughs> you're looking at a fucking popcorn bucket. Like, Back in my day, you used to put your dick in the popcorn bucket from the other side. <laughs> I mean, you can put, put that wherever you want. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, do, do what you know with that. I can't stop. I can't stop. I just I fucking oh, all right. put the mouth all right. all right. Let's we'll we'll get to the okay, so we said we said what we thought. We thought it was goat okay. status. We believe it's our favorite book in the series, I think. Actually it's my favorite book. It's PJ likes Dark Age a little bit more. It's a it's a hard it's a very close tight race, but I think I'd put Dark Age ahead of it. Yeah, I mean what. dude, I I would I would agree with PJ. And that I would like do by a hair, man, just by like a hair, you know? Yeah. Because there was things that I was disappointed with in like bringing just like, you know, the clone thing. There was something else. Oh, dude, the it's we'll, clearly going to come up. We'll, we'll get we'll get into it later on because it's part I think it's part of the chapters. But no, that's the focus thing. But like the fa thing. Remember when I when I texted you, I was like, I have opinions. Oh, I love. I know. Fa. I heard you right, talk. We'll talk about we'll talk about we'll talk about fa right now. Let's yeah. Go. What what was up with Fa? Well, I mean, dude, because I was a bit, I was a stand for Fa, right? I was like, this dude's a scary, mm-hmm. traumatic motherfucker. Like, dude, that was like Pierce Brown's first foyer into like horror writing. I like based off of his Askamani experience on the Pandora. I would read a Pierce Brown horror novella if there was like some deep space Askamani shit. Like, if there was just a book about the Askamani, I'd buy it immediately because the way he wrote that Fa was just a fucking tank. Like, it made Darrow scared. Hearing through the grapevine and hearing through, which is so funny because it worked in reverse against Fa when he declared Ash Fa in this book. So it's just like it, 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 like Fa was such a fucking menace, and for him to just like you know put on little fucking bunny slippers and a velvet robe and like pop his little voice box out and just like, oh my good man, I'm just like, bro, like dude, this guy was a fucking menace. Like I get, you know, he's been undercover and like under, like I just was like, I was, I was as a, as a obsidian stand and as like a, a bad guy you know fall stand i was i was like low-key disappointed in that just a little just a little bit just hmm. a titch because yeah i just i want him to, to be that like scary dude i want him to continue to be that scary dude you know i can understand that and once again maybe and maybe i don't think it lessened i don't think it lessened his fear like his because he is of two minds right he is yeah he's so willing to be evil knowing who he is that he's willing to put on that mask, that guys, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it for the reason that you didn't like it kind of not exactly. Yeah. But like I kind of, on the I think time. that it's a different spin on that character, right? Because otherwise he's almost like the caricature of like an evil terror from the stars. Yeah. You know what I mean, like he's, yeah. he's pulpy. There's nothing wrong with that. I enjoy a good pulpy villain, but I, I, I think that this it, yeah. adds just like a dash of complexity in him. Yeah. I agree. And maybe, and maybe it was because like, I, cause I was reading, I read the book first and then I listened to it. I was a bit more disappointed mm-hmm. when like I heard it and like heard him turn into mm-hmm. like, and not that he's a pixie, you know, by any means. Like, I get it the man, because I didn't listen to it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I read it first. It was yeah. still great. I still think like the three lives and everything else, but like leaving dark age, just the fear I had for fall was kind of left unanswered. And I know Daryl's a big, big, bad motherfucker. And like, this was like, you know, him getting his groove back this, this book 
But like the the fact that he just like made mince meat out of five, I fucking loved. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's yeah. Tasty. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I I wonder. I mean, I haven't thought about it enough to really <laughs> draw a conclusion on it. But I wonder if part of his menace is tied so directly to Atlas. Mm. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I'm, PJ is becoming one with me. <laughs> you guys spend Slowly, time. my opinions. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I, I, I've, I've got a similar thought. But I feel like that still, those points remain that it, it still kind of takes away from the the terror of the character. I can see that. Yeah. But I still get like, you know, like, I mean, who who doesn't just want to retire and raise fucking Pegasi, Pegasuses, Pegasuses, you know? And like, dude, the guy's tired. He's just like Daryl, man, in that sense. Like, and the guy's been at it way longer than Daryl, you know, because how old does it mm-hmm. say he is that he's like, like Ephraim says that he's got to be in his, you know, late 80s or something. Yeah. Given the like time in Rain with like um, Ragnar the... and, and you know, House Grimace and stuff. And it is kind of crazy to think that exactly. like he's lived that life and seen the things that he's seen, you know, and has still kept his refinement. And he's an obsidian. Right. Yeah. And, and it still kept his refinement towards, you know the finer things in life and the, you know, the bunny slippers and like, you know, the Pegas, the Pegas eye and the, didn't he want like a vineyard or something too? It's something very like, yeah, high I brow, think he wanted to retire gold. in a vineyard and yeah. get like animals for Volga. Right. And like do that whole thing. I don't think Volga would have ever gone to him after he revealed himself. I think, I, I don't know. I don't know. Volga was so bought in. I think, I think that Volga is, was easily swayed and it took like the moment of having to kill Lyria basically to like wake her up. Yeah. In general, I think to like, who am I buying into and for what reason am I buying into them? So if she, I hope that in the long run, you know, if she had, her character. yeah, if she had found out that Fa was like a highbrow, do you think she would have leaned into it more? It would have leaned to like, try to have been like, ah, like I don't do, I don't know about this. I think she would have felt kind of like she didn't have much of a choice. Like she, she yeah. seems to be one to into her surroundings and codependent. Everyone yeah. Yeah. that she knew before other than Lyria is dead or gone, you know? Yeah. Like she, what, what choice does she have? <laughs> yeah. What's her option? Yeah, that is true. Cause like, and, and you know, either stick around or basically like, because you thought would never let her leave. Right? No. I don't not. think so. I, I think he would kill her before, you know, anything. I think he would imprison to like mind wipe her before he would, you know, oh, even kill her. Diddle. But that's him. Fucking mind diddle, man. Yeah, dude. And that was the other thing about this book, too. Like the writing of like the mechanics and the new technologies and like the God Gauntlet and like, dude, these like the. the Oh, yeah. The the Helios the, Gauntlet. The Gauntlet, man. Because I can yeah. like picture that thing in yeah. my mind. You know, and then like even like the mind wiping. I don't know. We didn't get all, we didn't get any of it right this in this book. Virginia, the, no, the psycho not chair. really. Um, she's in the nucleus though, which seems to borrow some of the the traits. Dude, the right? nucleus which was is a part of Phobos. So the yeah. nucleus was sick. I really I really enjoyed that. But yeah, the the it's a brilliantly written chapter. It's so well paced, and it's like oh, lost ten thousand men here, ten thousand men there, and it's just like. And it's just a numbers game. It's battle is math. Yeah, you and, know? and it's hard. And like, dude, it's like hard, like looking at that way too. Because I talked about the same chapters with Howlerpot and like how different. Oh, did you shit? I didn't even mean to overlap. No, 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 did, no. no. Wait, the, the, did you literally cover the same chapter? No, no. But it's good though because it's like fresh. Like and like okay. I've unpacked more of it and I've listened to more Got of it. it. And like it, they help, but they, we only did like a small chunk of it. That we didn't do the whole thing. Okay, it was more just like about Lysander. My boy Lysander. I, I didn't realize my boy shit. Lysander. Yeah, yeah. But no, but just like the scale. And I think that that's what 
this book did really well in terms of scale and then in terms of like bringing it back together though as well because even when like you know rolling back to fawn talking about like the size of these ships the size of the armada is like you know how hard it is unless like because i started googling stuff i was like how much is it like a a, a a a fleet how big is a you know decadon how big is it you know and like dude, it's millions and massive people because like sometimes i feel like we forget the fact that they're like they're like what do they call it? sphere jumping they're like sphere jumping like mm-hmm. these are planets like we only have one planet we can only con- like conceptualize excuse me so much in that scale so i thought i thought Foe was did a really good job so i've always had like a hard time gauging some of that especially with the earlier books and i think that what virginia did in the in the nucleus and making it more human kind of made it easier to, to digest this time around yeah it, that that's a great i like that you said it that it made it more human because of how inhuman she is when she's doing it, like how robotic she gets through it, but it still yeah. like shows the humanity of it somehow. Yeah. And just like, and like, dude, even when, cause, and like, God bless, you know, what's what's his name? What's the, the narrator's name? Tim Gerard, Reynolds. Tim Gerard Reynolds. Reynolds. Dude, yep. God bless that dude. Because when he's doing that part where like, he's like, when, you know, reds are going down and, and talking about moving, you know, you know battalions up and over and just like you can literally start picturing it in your mind like the schematics like if you were to cut like the planet in like half you know and see the different levels and then you have the claw drills hitting like i just i was very impressed and very you know awesome like honestly awestruck like and like having to like reread and go back through and read again because i was just like there's just so much going on in these i mean seven eight chapters you know yeah it's it's a strong it's a strong set of chapters in the battle of phobos feels feels great in so many ways it's a homecoming of course from from morningstar you know in the way that we're returning to phobo so it feels very important as like a, a beginning and like end and fall and rise of the rising itself so to like use that as a lamp as like a marker is awesome i mean like there's there's just so much with phobos that i think is wonderful it starts with though deanna and that destruction of the gallows which is, you know, like our foundational beginning of the story, mm-hmm. right? And so seeing these different splinters, hammer, and everyone carries one out. Um, I was curious what you guys thought. PJ, do you still think that Deanna is the villain? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's the big <laughs> Deep bad. Deep down in your bones? <laughs> <laughs> Deep in your bones, you know. Diana's the master like of my mind. 190-episode joke right there. <laughs> I remember it. Yeah. yeah no, I don't think... come back to fuck everybody. I don't think... Dude, you never know. She's kind of a bitch sometimes. She's a not nice lady. <laughs> no, but dude, those I think those opening scenes, you know, and picturing them especially, you know, is just like it's very once again it's scale, right? It's very humbling, and like you can like see, and there's so much more. You know, we were talking about earlier about how big bigger the fandom is becoming. So the bigger the fandom, the more mm-hmm. talented people it encroaches, and the more people put out media and like fan art and fan fiction. There's a couple pages on Instagram there right now that are just absolutely like absolutely insane you, you know they're just like it and i'm pretty sure you guys know which ones i'm talking about i can't think of them off the top of my head but like the guy that does the ai generated art for each book and yeah red prince rising yeah that shout out them because they're fucking excellent and then there's another one that does like the anime sketches of them and they're just mm-hmm. like fucking like anim- anime is my you know heart and soul and yeah. it's just like the other, just like so to picture you know victra and and Mustang or even like a Diomedes or like a Darrow's is so much easier now when for so long it was like us kind of just like putting it together in our heads and my depiction you know I always think like you know 
the fear knight looks like the character from like the sword in the stone the 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 knight with like the black and like little mustache that sits up the top for some reason that's what my mind goes to when i think of volga I think, <laughs> I think of volga i think of bridget from trolls you know these are the things where my mind goes to you know Leave me alone. <laughs> the world does contain multitudes, folks, in case you didn't know. Do you guys don't think of the guy from <laughs> That's amazing. Sword, Sword in the Stone? That, I, <laughs> I, I, I had not thought about the character in such a long time, and you said the guy with the mustache that's always poking out, and immediately it summoned it back. I haven't watched that movie in at least a decade. I haven't, dude. I, um, I think that longer. I have, yeah. but for some reason, when we talk about the Fear Knight and his, like, his, especially in Scarab Skin, because I think the armor was kind of, like, tight to the dude, and, like, yep. when yep. Lysander describes him in the, in the cave, you know, talks about how he's like, he's super lean, but he like, he kind of like still like, he looks old, he wears old, you know, not that he has a pot belly, but he's kind of like shrunken in on himself. And so I think of that night from, you know, I, 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 I think it was fucking the sword in the stone. You're no, you're <laughs> it, it's either. Okay. I think it's the sword in the stone as well. It's either the sword in the stone or Robin hood. It's one. It, or the yeah. Other. Yeah. 100. It's one or the other. And there's no other answer. And I do not care if someone fact checks us and tells me otherwise, <laughs> it's one it or the you. other. And then I think of like, you know, Br- like I think of Volga, like Bridget from Trolls. I don't know if you, you guys don't have kids. So like, I don't know if you, I've, I've seen Trolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, the I've got younger siblings. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, so to wrap it back in, no, but to have yeah. this more, this, this better fan art, you know, it's just like so much cooler now to see what people come up with and like so much different ideas. Cause like, I think diversity of diversity of ideas. Yeah. yeah and, and then like all joking aside, I think of those things when I do think about like fear night or, you know, I think about Volga and stuff. It's just like, that's what's just stuck in my mind from the jump, you know? So it's nice to see things that open up a little bit more and make it a little bit more serious in my mind's eye pun intended. So do you, just because I, I know that this exists and PJ also has this thing, PJ has trouble visualizing things. And this is, you know, a symptom of part of the reason that he didn't read and mm. perhaps his counter influence, like his reading cycle as it's existed before this. Do you have the same sort of problem visualizing when, when reading or like, are you just looking for something analogous or I'm, I'm just curious? Well, I'm, cause I do my ADHD has been so bad since I was little, you know, and obviously that's not an excuse yeah. or anything. Like I've, I've, I've treated it. No, I've, it's I've, real though. Yeah. I've medicated for yeah. it, but like, attaching onto things and, and like i've been i've been a huge fiction reader since i was tiny i mean i i mean yeah. then this like surpasses goes back further than like you know the harry potter series like i was reading you know uh magic well, tree house yeah, yeah, dude, Snicket, well, not, yeah no but not only that i was reading like the lord of the rings books in like fourth grade because mm-hmm. i just i just absorbed so much media that way and i loved reading i still love reading that's why i'm on this podcast and so like <laughs> I always had a hard time visualizing things, but I would attach them to like random shit like that. Like I would picture other characters that I've computed in my mind, almost like dreaming, you know, like I would attach something, especially if I had a hard time coming up with it. Um, You know, like Darrow's like, like basically like a samurai in my, you know, in my mind, in my mind's eye, because that's just what my, my media digestion as a child, like adheres to, you know, like anime, Samurai Jack, Power Rangers, those type of things. You like, when I thought, when I think of one of the, the, what is Severo commandeer in the hallway at the beginning of the book? I was, oh, the like mech. Yeah, not um, not the dragon Jaeger. What? Yeah, the starshell. Yeah, starshell. It's just starshell. So whenever right. I think of starshell, I always think of like the either the machine from How's Moving Castle, or that, or I think of I just and I just lost it. It's like submarine thing from this like children's fucking thing. that's like mechanized. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I just attach myself to that. So having this Curious. media, yeah, wrapping it back in again. Having this media to like kind of like yeah. digest more now has helped in that sense. So you can picture not just like, you know, Victra and Virginia standing up there giving the speech and having Diana and having, you know, I can feel that dirge through the book and through like my headphones, you know, because that is such a powerful moment. And we've all been, you know, I'm, you guys played sports, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So like, you know, those moments and like, I mean, obviously none of us ever went like professional or anything, but like you can feel that, like, you know, that camaraderie, that fucking like, and this is, this isn't just a sport. This is like going to war. So it's a lot more mm-hmm. fluid. And I think it hits harder this way. Yeah. The, the closest I have, and I, I haven't talked about it a whole lot on the show. I feel like we made a big point about it early on that I had done an Iron Man and I wouldn't shut up about it, but <laughs> the closest that I've felt to that sort of like, that sort of like moment of like emotional, I don't know, whatever the hell was like the last 10 miles of the Iron Man because like everyone is also running it and they're just like, get to the fucking finish line. That's all you got. Are you doing? Yeah. And yeah, you know, it was, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that until you compared it to, to sports to some degree. Cause yeah, I mean, it is an emotional dirge that pushes you over that line. Mm -hmm. Totally. Love it. So PJ, you still can't see anything in your mind's eye. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's not nothing, but it's very rare. Yeah. It's 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 very little. Is it? Do you feel like it's starting to build? No, not no. at all. It has not changed. No. What do you? So what do you? No change. What do you think about when you read? Like what? Like what's in your brain? Just the words. Yeah, yeah. Do you visualize? What do you mean just the words? Do you visualize the words in your brain? Like do you see the yeah. words in your? Yeah. I am fucking Wild. tripping out right now. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's just crazy. I mean, I like, know that everyone is. Yeah. Everyone's different, you know who fucking knows people probably see numbers and shit but like i can visually see like shit in my mind like in my head i also mm-hmm. do a lot of psychedelics so that probably helps i mean i yeah i immediately like it it runs into like being a movie right mm-hmm. and so you paint you paint the scene you paint the end of the sentence it fills in the scene you see the frame move forward you know like that's the way my brain works but well, you're totally fine that yours doesn't do i'm just curious hey uh-huh. you ever want to you know where i live <laughs> i'm going to disneyland again soon <laughs> no, wait, you know where we live <laughs> yeah where yeah, you guys live though it's like a fucking felony i ain't going back to jail where do you guys well, live i mean i live in wilmington north carolina oh you live on the fucking opposite side i yeah That's live right. literally like parallel to you damn thank you for staying up late <laughs> pj okay. you're you're in arkansas uh right now i'm in say? iowa but i live in minnesota minnesota damn minnesota yeah. fucking cold there right now huh? he escapes it's yeah, yeah. it's not that bad. It's it's bouncing right at like freezing level, which Jesus sucks because as it melts, my dogs get muddy. Ew. So I'm yeah. sweating right now. It's like 75 degrees out. No, it's fuck. like I think it's like <laughs> 50 right now at night, but it was 70 today. So okay, folks, folks, reel me in anyway. Oh God, <laughs> no, it's not just you. It's us too. We're, we're so, it might be the late night. It could be all these things. Okay. So I, I do want to, I do want to return to the battle of course and talk about this a little bit more. We talked a little bit about the nucleus. We talked about Deanna. Mm. Let's flip over to the other side a little bit and talk about the beginning of this from Lysander's perspective, the sort of way in which he kind of rallies the troops in a way that is reminiscent of Darrow, but in front of empire instead mm-hmm. and kind of hoisting those things out. How'd you feel? What were your thoughts about the beginning of the Battle of Phobos from the enemy's point of view? Yeah, enemy in your mind. No, I'm kidding. No, but it talk about a fucking, you know, night and day difference between this and Dark Age. You know, when he was in his oh, yeah. Star and Dark Age, scared shitless, had no clue what was going on. Talk about like, and I know he's a piece of shit. I know we hate him, but like talk about a a character progression, like an evolution of steps oh, yeah. of, you know, because yes, absolutely. Did he fall in the rain on Venus? Absolutely. Did he fucking, you know, break Daryl? And I think, not to like backtrack, I think Pierce did a great job of explaining to us 
how that kind of panned out for him because when we, when we leave dark age he's he's the fucking man right he he can't be touched he's the dude fast mm-hmm. forward you know six eight months however long it's been and he's like basically like just a playboy he's 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 a mouthpiece for atlantia at this point because it's like pretty crazy like oh yeah like the first month like it just happens like everything else in the world like first month oh dude the fucking you know the reaper killer the fucking so reaper breaker yeah. you know and but now you're like dude like what else you fucking you what else you got bro like so for him to step it's in, the it's the meme of poke a stick and yeah. they're like poking him like what do you do what do yeah you do? dude and so like and especially, do something especially yeah. with his peers and to get the excuse me the respect that he has from Dimit- dimitri yes dimitri the the Praetorians. Diomedes? No, no, the Praetorians. Oh, no, no, no. His Praetorians, like uh, his, yeah, Demetrius, Demetrius. His yep, Praetorians yep, still yep, fucking yep. know he about yep. his fucking you know nature. Like even Ajax does a little bit just because like Rome. you know they were all yep. Rowan was on they were all on the ground with him. They've seen what he's possible, but just like everything else in the world, you know, it gets muddied down and it gets watered down. So like I feel like he sees this as his chance to really like, yo, dude, let's like link up. He gets the freaking the packs remade, you know, even though it's a, you know a big hunk of shit, mm-hmm. like obviously i mean we'll get more into it as we go into the chapters but he's a great strategist you know with the rail slugs and with you know accesses and stuff and just like he's such a fantastic planner and manipulator you know in the long run so like to see him blossom into the villain that like this series really needs is pretty intense and like see how i'm like turning all my beliefs into like you know another direction the fucking yeah. <laughs> on the other side but yeah i've, I've done a lot Everyone- of reflection about lysander Everyone craves, and I totally want to give space to respond to that, but everyone, I, I think I said this recently in the speeches section or the episode that we did, which I'm realizing I said that Philip did that with us. We did it on our own, and I feel bad because Philip was like, Jesus, why didn't you invite me? But because <laughs> it was last minute. He was there in spirit. Uh, yeah, love you, Philip. But Lysander, like everyone wants the villain origin story everyone wants mm-hmm. that right and they desire that and we're seeing that in live motion and people are upset at it and it's like this is this is what you desire yeah dude you want this you is what you want you want a weak yeah. villain you want like yeah. you know what wiley coyote out there like no like you want yeah. fucking you know you, you wouldn't want- like atlas chapters that much they're kind of bad they'd be pretty mean yeah i would love them personally but i mean like most the conventional reader that doesn't enjoy lysander from the perspective of this is a bad guy yeah understand it's a bad guy man enjoy it dude and was he bad at the end like dude, like dude like it yeah talk about well written and like dude like he's like coming over to the other side like we can, we'll get into it more but like you know coming over to the other side and just being that person you know and like but but seeing him struggle seeing him you know not made fun of by his peers but not really taken like seriously and like you know like demeaned low, yeah, yeah low-key deep in his heart of hearts he's like yo like i am i should be like if this is an alternate timeline i rule all over all of you you know, Octavia never died. Dare was put down in the in the middle ground, and you know, like I am, you know, sitting on the. I, w- I always want to say iron chair, but the sun chair, right? Morning chair, morning chair, morning, morning. chair. So it's like morning you know, throne. he has a lot to prove, morning and he really throne. hasn't. Morning throne, and he hasn't really proven himself until he falls on Phobos, and like, dude, when he falls on Phobos, yes, he like apes Darrow a lot, and not just like his speeches, but in like his 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 war play, you know, fucking. Uh, the 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 claw drills, you you know, just literally just like literally copying and pasting what Daryl did, but copying and pasting and adding on a little zest to it with like the berserkers and like the legions, you know. So you're just you just you want a bad guy to be able to throw those rocks, but he's coming up against like the greatest strategist of all time, like in Virginia. So it's just such it's just such a good, yeah. you know. I know we all hate Lysander and like no, we like we don't want to see Virginia chase through the 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 labyrinth but talk about just good writing and just a good book you know like in your fucking heart heart and souls of souls mm-hmm. i 
We we talked about it a little bit, but do you think it's because it's in his perspective that people get so fucked up about it? Maybe. And like, dude, and like, like I said, I've done a lot of reflection about life center and like a lot of reflection about, and then I'm, I'm being serious about it too. Like I've, I've done a lot of reflection about it and like rereading past chapters that I was so into with the light of having this book come out, you know, and being like, wow, he really fucking sucks, you know? But I think it does. And like, just the fact that he believes so wholeheartedly in it and he's so thrown in behind it and he's a cocky motherfucker, you know, like in, 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 in right. dark age, he was, you know, very humble, very, he was very to himself, but like, and this is why my boys kind of like floated away from me because of the fact that like, as the chapters go on and Lightbringer, it, he just, he get he gives you the ick more and more, you know, he is because he's falling into the role that Pierce always had planned for him. Mm-hmm. Just, just page by page, you know, like the, the life center at the book at the beginning of the book that like I adore is not the life center. Who's, you know, on Phobos. He's not the Lysander that's sitting with the, the kin shield. It's, and he's definitely not the Lysander in the fucking hangar. Right. You, you know, so it's just like that progression. He wasn't the Lysander from, from Dark Age. I like the Lysander from Dark Age and a little bit from um, Iron Gold, but like, you know, things have definitely changed in the long run. Totally agree. <laughs> I, yeah, it, I mean, it, uh, again, not trying to make this all completely sent the, the whole episode centered around Lysander by any stretch, but we're, we're going to talk about it because we're going to talk about it. Mm. Uh, Lysander is such in, an interesting character because you want to believe in the possibility of man, 100%. right? You want to believe in the possibility of a human to change and rebel against nature and nurture to do the right thing. And, and in the reality of everything is that the story is reminding us that people are fucking disappointing yeah. and Lysander is nothing if not a disappointment. Yeah, man. No. And, and I like, and coming from, you know, the guy that was talking all that shit, you know, back in the day, like it is very disappointing for someone that you, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to like, you have an emotional connection and emo- emotional attachment to these characters. And, and unfortunately one of my attachments was to Lysander and like to see him throw it away, just, I think it hurts more because like we all, like, dude, I always thought like that, that, that last chapter, that last sentence, like, dude, that last eighth, one sixteenth of that book could have gone so much different and it could have been so much better for, for, mm-hmm. uh, for, for me, for us, you know, and it wasn't. And that's where Pierce just says that thing, man. And it goes back to like killing packs out of nowhere. Like it's the, the, the hat thing. Like he didn't have to make Lysander evil, but like, dude, it just makes, for, <laughs> it makes for a good fucking book. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes for a worthwhile foil and a worthwhile mm-hmm. adversary. 100%. Um, to, to, to overcome hopefully at the end um what i appreciate about the way that lysander is written is that his for the most part throughout the entire story his logic is consistent mm-hmm. he's not yeah. just a an evil character for the sake of being an evil character he has right. reasons for what he believes in they're I I'll go on record and say I disagree with those reasons, but <laughs> yeah, they're consistent and yeah. and he has convictions about them, which which makes it very compelling yeah. for him to butt up against our guys. Yeah, you know? but and I think what also makes it compelling too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but because Daryl is so wishy washy, he is so flim flam, he is motherfucker all over the place. You you know, like he has set plans, but they never go that way. One more battle, one more fight. Like, dude, like, just so much. He's such a fucking hot mess in Dark Age, you know? And to see him pull mm-hmm. himself back in Lightbringer is great. But this is what we've been given at the same time. We're like, Lysander was very much like, yo, like, the Republic's not working. Like, Daryl and Virginia are fucking up, man. Like, and that's where I always try to come from. And, like, yeah, it's funny to, like, be like, oh, like, Stan Lysander. But, like, 
I came from a spot always of like, like Daryl is our boy and he's like, you know, the, the fucking hero of the story. But like, dude, he like, dude, he's fucking up, man. Dude, the camps, like all that shit, dude. Like, it's just like, you know, like you brought these people up out of the earth and then what? Not that they had a great life down there, but life was stable. They were, they were fed, you know, and so it's just shit like that. Like it's a give and take, you know, and especially with like, especially now with, with, you know, the camp still going and like Venus and like, you know, you just see him fuck up so much. But then like now in here, like he's really like pulling it back in. He's like the Daryl from fucking like morning or maybe not morning star. Cause that was always scary, but like from golden sun, you know, like just pulling <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. that, you know, sh not shiny goody two shoes, but like do like clear headed, thoughtful, like focused, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Post the bomb. Darrow. Yes. I think another thing to point out in those comparisons Darrow has strictly the military, like he, he mm. is just the military arm of the Republic. He is, what, what was the term? Arch Imperator? Arch Imperator, yeah. Imperator. Yeah. So, so by design, he and Virginia have these split powers. Yeah. Whereas Lysander is showing a more centralized authoritarian through, I mean, Atalantia as dictator, as like yeah. centralized power. It's all a single arm acting in unison. So kind of showcasing the changes or the, the differences in that where Darrow can't act exactly how he wants to all the time because unilaterally he, he yeah, doesn't bro. have all the resources at his disposal. PJ, which you is why bringing dog, me back you know to this battle of Phobos. I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about that. You, you just got married to you know Phobos. Virginia <laughs> is now acting as both military and sovereign arm. Yeah, I, I, I missed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw both of you guys bro, laughing. You're, you're married now. You know how it is trying to get fucking <laughs> for anything. In there your house. Okay. <laughs> and, and, I, like, and I tied him down. It was great. I... I I was oh, like, perfect. like, dude, like you're married now. You get it. Like, so and like, I know that obviously I was said as a joke, but like, dude, you know how it is in the household, man. Like, dude, who's doing the fucking mm -hmm. dishes? But th it's just like, who's moving the fucking legions? <laughs> you know, it's just, it's the same <laughs> shit, just on a bigger <laughs> scale, man. And because Virginia is mm -hmm. so strong headed, I mean, my wife's strong headed. I'm sure yours is too to deal with your dumb ass. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, no, for like, sure. Absolutely. Dude, because like my wife deals with so much of my dumb shit. Like, and, and she just has to watch our three kids and, and me. Like, Virginia is overseeing a planet, you know, a, a half of a fucking solar system, you know? So like, I, I get that. And so it's just good to see them kind of come together, but also like, I'm and like PJ, you're married now. And like, I know you don't have kids yet. And I don't know if you plan to have kids, but like that whole part where, and we're not going to go and like cut me off right now, but like, we're not going to go off down a long road, but like when they have that conversation, when he's coming back to the planet and he sees the planet, Virginia can see the tight beam and like, dude, it's just, it's so close. You're so close. You're so mm -hmm. close to being home. Like, dude, this is literally what Daryl's only wanted for the past, you know, year and a half or how much time he's been on the Ladon and just like, this is all he wanted. The last time he left, it was like, he had blood on his hands from fucking, not Ragnar, from the Valdir. Valdir, you yeah, know, what's so his it's name? just like, it's not Valdir. It's not Valdir. It's Wolfgar. Yep. Oh, but we'll yep. get to Valdir in the fucking, in the, in the, yeah, yeah. In the corridors. We'll talk but about no, him. It was yeah. just one of those things where like, as a, as a husband and as a father and like, as a other person, like, it is tough. And like sometimes you have to make those decisions as an adult and as a parent, it, it, as a parent, it, it hurts, you know? So I can, I can definitely level with both of them on that aspect. I like your sticker. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I wonder where did I get that from? That you were you? one of, 
the fir- you were actually I think the first person who sent us anything as a part of doing this podcast. So oh yeah, dude, a continual thank you. <laughs> I have your your letter that you wrote. Oh yeah, not framed, but in a nice laminated thing. Oh, yeah, dude, um, just to preserve it. <laughs> so yeah, dude, what's upon time? Yeah, dude, like I was talking yeah. to fucking. We'll talk about it real quick, but like I was talking to Hallerpot too. Like technically, we've all known each other for like almost four years now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's very like it's a very yeah, like. Right? low-key friendship but like we've all been homies for fucking almost half a decade getting back to the battle of phobos there's a lot that happens did we have anything else in kind of the front half of like setup the nucleus kind of the reaction therein or do we want to hop into that no let's yeah let's hop in i mean it was crazy yeah. to see ajax kind of fall in line you know yeah and yeah. their dynamic kind of shifts in lysanders but also yeah. goes to show you that like ajax is a is a numbers person like dude ajax is like yo like dude like dude stars rising like I'm a good killer. Like he yeah. needs good killers. Like, and to like, you know, find out the retweets, you know? Yeah. And like for them to like have that, ex- once again, as like, you know, a big life center fan, it was for, it was crazy to have them see them have, or read them having that experience of in their, you know, their right. life centers given house, you know? And like, basically like them kind of ha- like, unfortunately, like kind of have like kinship over the fact that like, they're both kind of like low-key sexually abused by Atlantia. And we all know how bad her, you know, Jimmy's are. So it's just like, you can only imagine like, you know what these like, it's, it's trauma bonding. And that leads over mm-hmm. into like, why it's just kind of a toxic relationship and why Ajax left him out in the fucking Ladon, you know? Cause just like, it's a nasty relationship. So to see them sit down and kind of have like a low key, like, yeah, you're pretty fucked up. Yeah. I'm fucked up too. Like, go, like fucking kind of down. And like, and then Ajax be like, yo dude, like fucking what do you need, man? Like what, what, what I got you, bro. Like we all need a fucking mm-hmm. killer. We all need a hitter, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's so sad that he died so quickly. That, that was another. When he like, came over to the good side, and that was like, dude, and that was like a, a little bit of a gripe I had too, because it was just like, once again, fucking hat pole thing. Because like, you're gonna tell me this this bad motherfucker, like, dude, this guy that fucking shook armies and like stomped down, dude. I mean, and nothing, you know. I'm all for feminism and, and like raw power and everything, but like, dude, the fact that he just got his fucking head ripped off by. Like, I mean, Victra is pretty much of a badass, but like it's Victra and Thraxa, like it's no, true. it's no contest at that point. But like on top of being in an ambush and on top of like being outsized power. But yeah, I mean, the the thing that like hurts the most, which is like both a good thing and a bad thing, is the fact that it is practically off screen. Um, yeah. And then also but also he is a fucking bad guy. Like, do we yeah. really need to like fully honor the bad guy's death? No, you know? I'm, but I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah. I'm trying over here. All right, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I love. I, I thought love Ajax, that response. I thought Ajax. Yeah. I thought Ajax was a good character. I'm sorry. I I did too. I I, I genuinely, when I was reading through it, I thought that he was going to be longer for the world in the way that yeah. he was portraying it. Um, completely unexpected death. Uh, definitely out of outside of the big one in this book. Um, it's the character that I wish we had more screen time with. Yeah. Because he was just starting to unpack. He was just starting he just just starting yep. to unpack himself a little bit. You know, you you know, you had the like the deep conversations. But Pierce is really good at doing that though. We're like, dude, you, you get that. And yep. once again, like would he have come It's tactics all over again. Yeah, one hundred and ten percent. Like, would he have pulled the Diomedes? Would he eventually have come over the good side? Because like you can tell in his heart of hearts, he's probably a good dude. He just he's been fucking fucked up his entire life, you know? Same thing with Tactus. Mm-hmm. You know, just like yeah. that dude was unfortunately not treated well by anyone in his life so when it finally came to someone that treated him well he spit in his face and we all saw how that fucking turned out that's another dude yeah. that's another bad guy that just like you know fucking breaks my heart getting killed because i was just like dude that that and roke i mean we've talked i mean we've talked 
yeah. I, like that. I like those characters because they're so fucking complex, and you know they battle with so many demons, and they're not just so squeaky clean. Not that Darrow is or Virginia is, but it's just like they're very complex characters, and just that like they die in those ways, just like. But also too, like yo, bro, like yeah, that shit coming. <laughs> like, bro, you don't steal Lauren's fucking grandson, but like you know, yeah. <laughs> we actually talked a little bit about this in the speech episode. What's super interesting is that. He literally disowned Lysander in Golden Sun. Yeah. Lorne disowned him. Yeah. And that was crazy to me to even like reread on page. I was like, whoa. So yeah. not only is he not the heir of Arcos, he was never the heir of Arcos. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyways. No, that's, yeah. BJ, Ajax? Sad? Bad? Mad? Um, yeah. Sad, sad that he died when he did and the way that he did from a reading perspective, like it, it would have been cool to either, I don't know, see it firsthand. Yeah. Or for it to not have happened here and to, to get some more uh, time with him. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, he, he's probably the one person who could have corroborated Lysander's claim that Atalantia killed his parents. Oh, Just yeah, like, good point. Based good point. on his interactions, his understanding of how Atalantia responds to accusations and things like, man, Pierce got a lot to do in this fucking last book. He got a lot he of do. shit to fucking wrap, wrap it up, bro. Wrap it up. Yeah. Sorry, not I mean, a good job, PJ, but like, dude, thinking like, dude, just think no, about like, good. there's so much shit that's still like out in the fucking stratosphere. Yeah, not to speak of the clone in the room, but obviously the clone plays into this part of the chapters as it is. It cannot be more apparent that light that excuse me, not Lysander Mustang's inside person is the abomination. Oh, yeah. There's no way that that's not where the information is. coming. I from. fucking any other idea. No, because I felt real fucking stupid because okay. I asked everybody. I asked fucking you asked Ben, I asked you guys, I asked Janelle over at Hail Reaper. Like, dude, Hail Reaper, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I, I fucking messaged so many. I, I messaged people that here and like see me, just like asking. And, like, every, everyone's like, "Oh, dude, it's a clone done." And I was like, "What?" Like, I, like I was like so like mind blown. I was just like, not. "Yeah, dude, that's fucking crazy." I just, I'm, oh, man, we got a lot to do. Got a lot to do. I'll do. I'll read a fifteen hundred. I'll read a fifteen hundred page book. I don't give a shit. Please make yeah, it. Yeah, I, I would have fifteen hundred. Yeah, dude, I don't think anyone would bitch about that. I have no qualms. I'm again. I've been talking so much and gushing so much over the course of the last couple of weeks on the podcast, but I'm reading Sun Eater, and Christopher Rocchio's publisher forced the man to split a planned book that was going to be around a thousand pages into two books really? because of the cost of paper, and. Then after publishing the two books of which he said there were going to be two more to round out the series went nah and dropped him and now he's blowing up and Good for him. yeah with with the book six and everything else he's doing great yeah but it's just a crazy thing that hey Pierce do it as one book but give us the 1500 page book yeah, dude, I don't need do I don't need a book a we're, I just dude, want one we're big all, fucking book we're all already here we're all <laughs> already here bro like come yeah. on dude. It appears we're in it. I'll we're offset it. the cost of paper. I'll pay fifty dollars yeah. for the yeah, for dude. I, dude, I would pay a hundred dollars for that book. I don't give a shit. I'd pay fucking hundred dollars for the yeah. fucking audio book. Like, dude, I'm so invested yeah. in this shit now. It's insane. <laughs> like, this is a you have well, to wrap it up. You have to. I've known you guys for four years now, and I was I was reading these books yeah. fucking four five years before that. So it's like, dude, I am. Yeah, I have right. a tattoo. I am ready. I am. My yeah. body is ready for this I'm book. Committed. Ajax gets head lopped off, and then we kind of jump in. Like, it kind of just jumps straight into the b- battle, right? Once again, before we go into yeah. the chapters, I just want to say again, 
scale fucking scale mm-hmm. was just it was just absolutely like insane and like the way it's perpetuated and like explained is just like i think if anyone else wrote it i would have a hard time following it you know yeah i mm-hmm. i definitely get that i think that you know by and large pure sites one of his largest influences over the course of the series is joe abercrombie and in particular, Understood. for those of whom whom have read and whom haven't, the heroes here is exactly there's there's a scene out of the heroes that feels very similar. Mm. And they're very intentionally aimed. And uh, yeah, but it's it's still it's such an impressive feat to pull off to do something like this to make a battle scene so clear and like the Mustangs delving through the depths and like going down into the Yeah. Uh, once again, of it and trying to escape. Yeah. Not as bad as like Askamani stuff, but like also like low key horror writing. Very like, yeah, dude. And, and like, we'll get into it, but like, once like, do once Valdir's like let go and stuff, like very eerie, very catacomby, very the descent, you, you know, very, oh, yeah, very totally. echo of that, which was fucking, I, and that movie scares the shit out of me. You know, I don't like tight spaces. So mm-hmm. like, when they're talking about running through panels and up and down elevator shafts and stuff, it made, it made my tight, my, my, my chest tight, you know, cramped. The whole thing is cramped and moist. I feel like it would be moist, damp, yeah. damp. I mean, just you, like, oh god, like yeah. sweaty. Uh, especially, I mean, you get she gets stuck in the shit tube, you oh, know, by Valdir at one point. Even fucking, what a what a moment! <laughs> I think I carved that out of my brain, honestly, because yeah. that yeah. dude. Yeah, but once again, and she's like talking through a plan, and he just goes pop, <laughs> shuts her down. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude, Valdir is a bad motherfucker, man. And then, dude, I talk like about anime. Scary. I like that we yeah. got a little bit more of him and I, and I feel like we're going to get more mm-hmm. of him because like he was such an interesting character in, I feel like he didn't get like the shine that he should have on purpose though, because he wasn't getting the shine. None of the men were getting the shine, you know, in, in dark age. That was, was the whole point. That was the whole yeah. point. Yeah. So it's just like, it's cool to see him like, dude, they're talking about like the throat chanting and the dark and shit. And like, dude, they just, they're just, just a pile of fucking gold bodies. I'm just like, bro, this is mm. just like, <laughs> So good, just so fucking yeah, good. Yeah, if Fa is your obsidian disappointment, Valdir yes. is your victory cry, dude. Like Loki, right? Loki. So was freaking. So was th- those of you that can't see this. I'm sticking horns out of my head. Was what's his name? Apollonius. Yeah, Apollonius. Fucking, yeah, all right. <laughs> I ran all the way back from the bathroom to try to shout that into the microphone. I was like, I have to pee so bad, but I cannot stop this. I was Apollonius. I was yeah, doing Apollonius. this. I was <laughs> Apollonius. No, but I think I think you know Apollonius was a, a terrifying creature. I mean, obviously he's not obsidian, but like you know, and obviously he's not Fa. But it was very like it made like it made my chest tight. It made it heavy for me because it was just like dude, like he could like I felt like he could be around any corner. And then the whole fight scene with the dome and with them like and like it taking like seven of them to get after this motherfucker. It just shows that like dude that the time spent in Deep Grave was spent obviously very well. And dude. The dude's what Daryl like wants to be, you know, and he's yeah. just a fucking menace. I hope he gets a bigger part in a bigger space. I mean, he has already had some pretty big spaces, but I hope he gets a bigger space in the final book because he's just like, and I know like, you know, the fandom goes crazy for him and everything, but there's a reason why they do. He's just, so, he's like, once again, my love for fucking villains. Like he's just so fascinating to be the oldest, no, the second oldest brother of Valley Irath, right? Or was he the oldest? He's the oldest. He's, he's the, the oldest. oldest. Right. He's the Crossland brought up a really great point that we hadn't thought about. He feels so, so just copy, like cut and pasted Napoleon story. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude is fucking Napoleon. Is he no not? shit isolated? 
winning a lot of battles, his his allies and his enemies. Just reckless yeah. in his abandonment. Damn. Yeah. Did you see Napoleon? Apple is Napoleon. I have not yet, yeah, actually. Right. And I fucking love Ridley Scott. Anyway. Yeah, Ridley Scott's the shit. <laughs> we didn't talk about that, but yeah. I have, yeah. A, I have a face like a tattoo to my armpit. I told you guys. I told you that. Oh, God. Yeah. No, not no. that one. Not that one. Not <laughs> like not directly in my armpit, but like right below. Which side is like right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. I tried to it. name my first. I tried to name my firstborn Ripley, and my wife said no. Ripley would be a good one. Number one that'd movie. Be, that'd be in the top five for me, dude. Number like top, probably top three movies for me. That terrified me as a child. Really. Once again, okay. So really? to, I know I'm off on a tangent again, and you guys are doing a bad job reeling yeah. me back in. But this is how I'm gonna reel <laughs> it back okay. in. We love it. So, like, you know, you know, those tight, damp spaces in Alien. The, yep. Everything's wet. Everything's damp. Everything's musky. Mm-hmm. You know, even especially in like Alien in Aliens, the second one, when they go into the hive and it's all yep. it's warm, boggy. You know, the the steam's kind of. That's how I kind of pictured the maze, rat race up and down kind of thing. And because like my man, oh hell yeah, <laughs> Apple sticker. Fuck yeah, yeah it's a little Apple. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, anyway, but like when you were off, I was, I was on PJ. I was just like, dude, I felt like he was yeah. like the boogeyman. I could hear. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. But like, yeah, I felt like he was like the boogeyman. He could like come at it. And like Pierce just did a really good job. And like reading it, terif- I mean, reading it scared me. Listening to it terrified me, <laughs> you know, cause mm. it's like, he's a fucking menace, mm. man. And it's just like, bro, he's just like, and he's and not, he's just dude. not like beating the lion guard. He's just like, he's like spanking him. He's like, like making <laughs> like, he's like, bro, like. Like like swatting him away, like get the fuck out, like God. So what, I, I have to ask Nakamura, Logan, how do you imagine the sign of the horns of the Minotaur? Important as far like when they do it, like or, yeah, when they do it. I dude, I've how never thought about it? that before. I lo- dude, I literally think they do it like the Looney Tunes. I think they fucking like and like the okay, whole that's what I always thought too. I thought it was like two handed, like index mm-hmm. finger on both fingers but they describe it as a single hand so i think it's like this the fucking the devil <laughs> the i think it's like the devil horns or, like or maybe Osborne? maybe like this that's a know. shaka bro. that's it throwing shakas bro that's for the island that's fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. But most people in the fandom believe one-handed right to the forehead goat style like yeah. old school oh, no rock shit. which like julia below you know, does disagree. it when she's holding yeah. the scepter yeah oh, so i'm pretty sure it's one-handed yeah, or like fucking. Like, but otherwise, fucking. I'm I'm with you. I prefer the two hand. I do too. Personally. I like, think this well, is this commitment. Once again, you know? once again, like, talking about childhood like cartoons that I visualize. Like, remember when like Daffy Duck would tee off with the fuck? Oh or, yeah, like, totally. Or like yeah. you know Bugs Bunny, he would they would always go like this and they'd fucking you know. So I just picture the whole crowd yeah. just fucking like like some like <laughs> gnarly EDM like that Doing shit. That's, some full yeah. yeah, like the shit that like several listens to. Like when I picture their fight at the beginning of the book, I picture it like like roller dome fucking like it totally is um, that first one yeah dude just like just like full mad max stamp yeah. It. yeah what fucking yeah. mad max you fucking hit it on the head yeah just totally thunderdome just like, dude thunderdome thunder just dumb. fucking like dude everyone chant like yeah. and it's just that much better because they're all chanting for the same person so the whole place is just going fucking bananas anyways yeah folks mm-hmm. i i remember the line that i was thinking of with apollonius and it's it's when he catches her right and he goes, found you. Yeah, dude. And there's just this like, <laughs> just like, like, and it just like, oh itches, it just like, it just like itches up your fucking spine. I'm like, and then the violence starts, you dude. know, and then it's that moment where he's just like, oh, I gotcha. Well, dude, and then, and, and yeah, once again, like, like suspense and like thrillers. I'm just like, like Pierce Brown's writing just can go like any which way when like they finally get to that elevator shaft 
and they throw down like I, I forget mm-hmm. if it's like the probe and like they can see all the heat signatures plastered to the wall yeah, down the fucking yeah. thing, and just like bro like you're walking into a fucking trap you know and then they set the freaking mm-hmm. the razor wire and like I was like bro that's so like it's out of like a heist movie you know mm-hmm. it's very Guy Ritchie-esque God, for Guy Ritchie. a moment yeah mm. yeah it's that, dude. it's it's so good As I was gonna say it's mm. tough not to love that chef's kiss chef's kiss yeah, so we we talked we talked a little bit about like the defanging some to some degree of Fa. I feel like Apollonius is given his due here. Like it does take, like you said, mm. like nine people to take him down and, and more, and they don't even really they just punch through his jaw. But what I appreciated beyond that is when we get into post this near the end of this set of chapters in part two, he's like still nursing those wounds and holding on to them in a way that like Lysander was holding on to them for glory, but he's like these are reminders that i fucked up yeah and, and he's almost you like and he's almost like oh ow like he's like oh like oh my my nails yeah. you know like like he like his prize yeah. been broken but like on our end we're like it's like the reverse of like the lightly brushed away resistance it's like but like mm-hmm. apple you were fucking mobbing on these people and he's almost like yeah like i'm like i'm like a pixie bitch because like i didn't get this but like it, it should have been so easy yeah. for me you know it should have been just there you right. know and i feel like talking Simple. about like yeah 100 and i think talking about finally him getting his due diligence is like you know, like, and, and I feel like subconsciously we have heard about Apple from a very, very, very early time point back in like the earlier books, you know, that this guy was just like, and we only heard about him in like Pearl Clubs and like these parties and stuff and how his appetites were massive. And so like, and it builds up and then we finally get to meet this motherfucker, you know, in iron gold, you know, and like, yeah, you, yes. you get, you get a little bit of the rub, you get a little bit of like, you know, like, you know, obviously he leads this fucking like, and I don't think the impact was as big then as looking back on it now is like how he fought off you know legions on top of the ash lords you know fortress you know and like the fact daryl and several came back and like holy right. shit like you were able to do that with you know a hundred men you you know and so like just leading up to it and then even in the fight with daryl in the beginning like he's just like bitch slapping daryl around so like here to see him in his atmosphere and see him in his own world it's all you know these books and all this like time that we've just been hearing about once again like the boogeyman and now the boogeyman is literally like in our fucking closet saying like found you. So it's just like it's made its full fucking found circle. God. So well, uh, like such a well. Hot. Yeah. Once again, fucking I'm a sucker for fucking villains, man. And just like he's just well written. Yeah. And he looks he sounds gorgeous. Like I can yeah. appreciate a good looking man. TGR. Like, mm. oh, Apollonius. Anyways. <laughs> 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 Go daydream for a little bit about Apollonius. Nah, man. And I do just like. 100%, but it goes to show you, like, he really did that work in fucking Deep Grave. You know, and I always, I always oh, found yeah. that fascinating, just, like, you know, instead of pissing off and, like, doing dumb shit and, like, banging pinks and stuff, he really focused to the point where, like, Darrow is now, you know, carbon copying, aping his yeah, process. while you were fucking around, I learned the sword. <laughs> dude, you know? dude, that's the meme. <laughs> that's a meme in a book, you know? Yeah, like, literally, like, it's dude, literally Apple. Like And, like, and, like he made a good point too like dude like daryl really hasn't been challenged in combat in a very long time he's just fucking he just stomped on all these like low level mm-hmm. low house golds and he's like bro like bring that ass up like fucking bring it to me you know and the fact that like mm-hmm. and like i love the fact that how it talks about daryl's jealous of it too like having his legions and like these dude because like D- daryl gets off on that shit daryl loves fucking that shit you know he, he doesn't he doesn't want to admit it uh-huh. you know but like dude when he's in his best when he's in his prime is when he's on the battlefield and dude people chanting his motherfucker's name and they're not chanting Daryl, they're chanting fucking Reaper. True. Boom. Boom. 
think about the fucking headspace you have to be in to like do anything productive on a giant mechanical crab at the bottom of the ocean forever. (laughs) Well, and and just like, and like not knowing, like not, that's actually a really good point too. Cause like not knowing (laughs) you're going to be rescued. Uh Like, dude, Uh you just fucking like, dude, I'd be just drinking beer and fucking hanging with the dog. (laughs) You know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But instead he's naked practicing violin. Bro. You know, dude, and like one day, bribe the the warden. Yeah, right. to, yeah, yeah. I mean, one day when we but do, nonetheless, get, when we do get a visual representation of this world and this realm, I, dude, that scene's gonna be fucking hilariously unreal. Because I, I could, Apollonius needs to be portrayed by someone that is ripped like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. No, like, bigger, bigger. Bigger. But bigger. I, bigger. I, I'm, I'm adding. I'm, I'm thinking like. Bro, did you see Iron Claw? I have not, but I've seen the photo. So actually, dude, you're not wrong. Zach I, I Eff- do. I do like that. Efron, bro, dude. If he yeah, was, if he had like right. another. I mean, Zach Efron's short as fuck. But like, if he had like Inches, another, if he had yeah. another foot and a half on him, and I'm sure they can do it, you know, mm-hmm. visually. But dude, his build and like someone from a wrestling background and someone that used to cut weight and like I was in bodybuilding for a long time. Yeah. Dude, the right. dryness and just like his build. I obviously he had a cycle. There's, there's no other way you can get a physique right. like that, but like, dude, the discipline that goes into your regimen and your your diet and your carb loading, off carb loading, your fucking water retention, like, dude, th- there were some scenes where I was just like enamored by fucking like Zach Efron, but like, I can see that like we're past the worlds of like the the Mark Wahlbergs and like you know Wahlbergs. like the, the yeah. Rock. The Rock was just always big because he was just a big motherfucker. Like Zach Efron looks right. like Apollonius walking out of the fucking crap in my mind you're right you're right there's a visual I, for you pj he's also maybe, in his underwear half yeah, the movie fair, he's fair. also in his underwear half the movie so it's a better visual this picture i, I did see fight club maybe i'm thinking troy but even then he needs a little bit more on top of troy yeah so oh, dude he was he was I, pretty yoked I, in troy though yeah the, yeah the biggest thing that's gonna have to happen like i feel like we've talked about this before but it's going to have to be like a classically trained dancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's also mention. like a really good actor, like and Shakespearean actor. Yeah. Like Broadway um, or something. Yeah. He's got to move. Yeah. And PJ's out, out here drop, dropping am I hard wrong facts. In, like, am I wrong in remembering that the, like, he is a very dark skinned black man? Yes. No, no. Well, no. he's like, I th- like I think Auburn. he's closer to Air. Yeah, 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 he's closer to like Middle Eastern. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. not not somewhere between, you know. Not yeah, not I mean, excuse my PC right now, but not African American, but like almost like mixed, like light skinned. So that's okay. what that's what yeah. I always got from from Tactus that he was like mixed or at least that complexion of mixed. Yeah. I guess I always thought, yeah, I, I in my head leaned a little bit more Middle Eastern. That's entirely correct because they do say specifically that like Tactus is dark skinned, but not nearly as dark skinned as like Aja is. Just Aja like is fully, okay. you know, just like the Telemannises are all like like me, like all Polynesian. Yeah, because right. they're all off. I mean, not Pol- yeah. all Maori and all you know Auckland and yeah, they're like. Polynesian Irish randomly yeah, because yeah. of the hair, right? Yeah. Crazy. Wild, wild. Yeah. 
But yeah, PJ's over here like making like the real like connection. Like they need to be. Exp- I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. You're, I, you're totally correct. I'm thinking musculature, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, over here. Th- I'm over here thinking about the yeah. fucking sword in the stone. <laughs> and fucking trolls. <laughs> See, PJ, you are a visual guy. You, I'm over here thinking about Disney it's a movies. Different visual. We need a classically yeah. trained, like wide receiver. <laughs> like NFL <laughs> wide so, receiver so I just, is also I just, a classically trained actor. You know a guy? You know I've a just guy? recently gotten into football because my yeah. my my boy, my son, my my firstborn son, Kainoa. He's he's not two yet, and he's already forty pounds. And his mm-hmm. hands are just fucking massive. And he's, he's in all like, he's all in, he's a year and a half. He's all in like three year old, four year old stuff right now. He's just, he's just a big kid. He just got the, the Hawaiian bones. Yeah. And so yeah. we're really debating well. And cause I mean, he's only going to be two, but he'll be four before we know it. And like, are we going to put him into football? Or are we going to put him into wrestling? And I'm like, football pays a lot more than fucking wrestling, man. And so like, I've been soccer. I mean, <laughs> he's too big. Put it's stupid to play soccer. Yeah. That, that rugby too, like fucking, but so like, getting away from like the fighting world like i've yeah. i've now paid a lot more t- attention to football and those guys are fucking like being a wrestler growing up i was like oh football's stupid you know like those motherfuckers are athletes like to play at that level yeah. and at that age i'm 34 and i hurt just getting up like when i stand up right now after this like my knees are gonna crack and snap dude i was watching that game yesterday between my ankle just snapped oh yeah. my god i was watching the, the playoffs yesterday and it was insane absolutely insane yeah mm-hmm. sorry totally. time as as a dude from a family of wrestlers i totally get it and like the the wear the wear and tear on that um is fascinating i would sooner i'd sooner put a kid through knowing all that i know i would sooner put a kid through football than i would wrestling yeah but, but also football make that money dog even if i'm not a fucking no i i know team. i'm i'm agreeing it's not it's not just also it's like that's that's a factor right like go out for that mm-hmm. you throw in our little bit a little bit of um, soccer skills inside of the family with kicking and oh, yeah. we got a legion of kickers so but yeah i'm my right now my fan casting outside of like you know the sword of the stone and trolls this. is zach efron yeah. for hey, we we can just delay <laughs> delay delay and wait until your kid grows up yeah <laughs> so he's just gonna be packed so he'd be fucking you know he'd be fucking <laughs> yeah, diabetes he'd in, he'd or something in, he'd fit right in with the no, no, no. We'll give him Daxo. You know, yeah. We'll give him time. Man, yeah. Daxo was a great character too. Yeah, give him more than one book worth. Rip. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> R.I.P. Brutal. R.I.P. He he did get he did get a moment in Morningstar. I think, yeah. if I remember correctly, in the, the oh, chamber. Oh, yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking bummer. Yeah. Poor guy. Big bummer. Yeah, I think Foe was a, a set of great chapters. Like the scale is obviously, you know. Once again, I'll talk about like just the main focal point of it. And like you really get to see these intimate moments with, you know, just like what Darrow has with his legions and his people and like what Lysander has with his. You can also see where Virginia's coming from. The fact that she has to be so numerical about her decisions, it, it definitely gives you a fact like a, a, a glimpse into a mind that's usually so logical, being so human and compassionate. Because she really does feel these losses in her soul, but she has to do them because you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I, I still always think about the term spending when it's talking about yeah the numbers. You know, because I've, I've I've never been. I mean, I've been in a situation where I've had to you know cut people's hours, or I've had to cut people's you know working time, and people always get emotional about that. I can't even imagine trying to you know lead, and especially like when you're that in dire straits, like you know you're literally leading your underlings into the chainsaw when you know you're getting your golds out because they're worth more you know like you're really putting a numerical value right. on these 
group's lives. And it's unfortunate, but it's also necessary. Yeah. And and she struggles with it, too. I mean, I think that, like, in particular, uh, Holiday is is a yeah. good example of that, where it's like she she is constantly like, no, you cannot die. She's like, I'm just another gray lady. And it's like, no, you're my fucking gray. You're my yeah. family's gray. Fuck you. Like, there's a good amount of that throughout this. Section and, well. I, I mean, even even beyond that, it's she's giving up herself more and more and more in that she's Ooh. constantly putting more of her lion's guard up, uh, into the fray. Right. Like True. she puts like almost 90% of her personal guard. Yeah. Well, at that point too, you kind of have to, you got fucking Apple. Yeah, on your you, ass. you have to <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You have to, but like she doesn't second guess it at all. Like she, she just considers it part of the numbers of what she's, what she's dealing with. Yeah. 100%. Cool. Hey there, folks. This is Cross here popping in just to give you a quick explainer of what's going on for the rest of this. So first off, we split this episode in half. Uh, You're getting one half this week and one half next week. And there's a reason for that. The reason being, well, we haven't recorded it yet. We're actually going to record it this weekend. Um, We had to break it up because of scheduling new child, as mentioned previously inside of the episode. So, you know, we're totally trying to be accommodating for that to get through all of the stuff we want to talk with Zeph about, which predominantly revolves around Athena and a little bit of the very end of the story, talking through the chunk with Lysander, of course, uh, and where the story is going to go next in the final installment with that, next week, you're also going to be getting, a, in addition to part two of this episode, the Blade itself, episode zero. Now, what is our episode zero? Well, if you haven't listened to one before, it's basically explaining the idea of our podcast. If you're listening to this, you're familiar, uh, as well as the idea of that series and what draws us to it. So it's kind of a concept episode. If you haven't listened to uh, in episode zero before, or if you haven't read the blade itself, it's kind of a pitch for following along with us. So give it a listen. Uh, it'll be accompanying this one. I think it's about 30 minutes long. So you'll get both a part two and an episode zero next week. Uh, very exciting stuff. Hope you enjoy and we'll see you then.